Fast with us. This week, Sunday the 20th of September to Friday the 25th, I, Dan Grief and my low-carb friends will be relay fasting. I will share our group conversations and some of our personal experiences along the way. To join in, join our Facebook group, UK Low Carb. And to listen how we get on, download this podcast each day, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this really special episode, which is Come Fast With Us, um, the special week-long, well, five-day-long fast that uh, we've been organising now for a couple of weeks, um, and there seems to be a bit of excitement about it. Now, I'm just recording this just before we start our Zoom call, so we're going to have lots and lots of people um, coming in. Well, I hope lots of people. I have no idea, actually. Uh, I'm actually recording this before that meeting, so it could be me and uh, a couple of others, I don't know, or it could be 10 or less, I don't have a clue. But whoever is going to be there is more than welcome. So if I just go and start meeting. Now, I've never done a meeting for so many people, so we'll see how this works. Right, there we go. So my camera's working okay. Okay, it looks like there's a few people waiting already. Oh, I hope I'm not late. <laughs> That'd be embarrassing, wouldn't it? Be late to your meeting. Right, okay. Three people waiting. Great. So there's three people waiting already. Now, before I get started, I just want to say a bit about what this uh, week's all about, really. So some people have never fasted before. Um, others maybe have done it for 16 hours or so. Some people like an Aranda who's going to be joining us. Uh, Mark Hancock now, he's done a longer fast too. Some people have actually done these fasts for much, much longer. Uh, and so this isn't like new to them. Uh, other people you know, maybe just doing a 16-hour fast, which is big news for them, which I completely get. So, let's, uh, nine people. Okay, this is getting busy already. That's good. Okay, let's just go then to the participants. Wow, there's quite a few people there. Excellent. Ten people waiting. Hello, everyone, and it's such an honour for me to, to be here with you all today and to see so many people who are going to be fasting. Just looking at the overview, there's 16 of us in the world pack, and I know that there are also other people who can't join us until later in the week, so it's so exciting to have so many here today. Um, just everyone, I don't know if this is going to work or not, everyone say a big hello. Hello! Hi! Hello! hello. <laughs> Brilliant. I, that did work better than I thought it would. So... As you know, we're just at the time at the moment for those who are listening on the podcast, of course, you won't know this. It's around 20 or so to nine. Um, we have probably all had our main meals for the day by now, I'd imagine. Um, just out of interest, what sort of things were you eating? Does anyone want to put your hand up if you want to go first and tell me? Uh, what do you have? Go for it, Clean. Uh, tonight, I had steak and halloumi. Oh, excellent. You can't get wrong now, with that. actually, because I ate that much, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyone else? Other clean sausages. Oh, oh, right. Okay, sausages there. <laughs> Thanks, the other clean and the other other clean. Um, I had steak as well. So sadly, Colleen, I think we're going to get confused. We're just gonna. I- I'm going to end this fast on steak as well. So just to plant that seed, if you're if you're plotting your uh, out of breaker fast. I like that, Mr. Meekle. Alan. I'm going for um, pork chops with 
Milton Stilton and Beacon Wrapped Asparagus. So I went all out. Very nice. Very nice. Not, nice to see not just the cows are being picked on, that the pigs are as well. Excellent. And uh, anyone else want to share their, uh, their meals this evening? I don't know how to. How do I get... Karen, you're on now. Go for it. Oh, really? I'm on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been farting. Fast, farting. Farting? Okay. <laughs> Are well. you vegan? <laughs> farting since yesterday. But today, because I'm just back from travelling, I had a little, uh, an egg, two bits of bacon and some halloumi because I was going to pass out. So that was this afternoon. That's this afternoon. Excellent. And uh, finally, anyone else who'd like to share what they've had before their fast? Um, I'll let the side down. <laughs> Oh, sorry, hang on. Let's go firstly down to you, Mandy. Uh, so I've just got home from a 12-hour shift. I'm a nurse. And uh, so I last ate about five-ish when I took my break eventually. And I just had leftovers, which is what ends up at, with me at work. So there were some sausages, there was some cheese and a bit of salad and some egg. Wow. Okay. So uh, and was that you, Anthony, as well? Did you want to share? Who was the other person who wants to share what they've had? Uh, that was Pete. I had oh, a lamb donna. Lamb donna, <laughs> excellent. I had a side down with a lamb donna. <laughs> no, no, not at all, not at all. Well, I had uh, lamb rump. We went out to a nice pub. I thought, if we're going to go in, out with a bang, I'm going to enjoy this last meal and really sort of go for it. Um, okay, so what I was going to say was, just in terms of the fast, I mean, I'm, I'm not an expert at all. I'm not going to give advice based on kind of like a nutritionist or anything like that. Um, all I'm going to say is just a few tips I've picked up from when I did fasting previously, which may be useful or not really. Um, so just before we get into this, by show of hands, how many people were doing this mainly for probably weight loss or weight loss in the future? Uh, sorry, one, two, three, four. Okay, so probably about a third of you. Um, who are do- who's doing this for like another reason other than weight loss? Health. Yeah. Okay. Who wants to share some of those reasons then? Because I think weight loss is something that we all probably know about with fasting, but some of the other things that I've kind of learned, which I find really interesting. Um, Alan, your hands up. What do you want to say? I was speaking to Ezra on the Facebook page before about fasting, before I decided to join in the fast. And mine's about fat loss rather than actually weight loss. I was actually quite concerned that if I do fast, I will lose weight. I When I started my keto journey, it was all about maintaining weight. So I don't want to lose weight by doing this. It's all about um, uh, reducing the fat content of my body. That's what I'm all about for the fast. Very good point, actually, I suppose. Because actually, you know what? During the lockdown, I heard a radio presenter saying that he's lost weight during the lockdown, but his gut was bigger and his legs were sort of skinnier. So, of course, weight loss isn't necessarily good. It's the fat loss, which is what you need, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, very good point. Okay, any other reasons then? What other reasons have we got for uh, going for it? We've got two Colleen's, so fight it out between you. Uh, American Colleen. I've lost a... Hi, everyone. I know know some of your faces. I know some of your voices from the podcast. Um, I've lost a lot of weight. I've lost now over nine stone. Um, and I started increasing fasting more and more towards the end of losing that weight. And now I'm just working on that kind of long-term damage of just bad diets. And, um, and I'm sort of using fasting to change kind of my health really. Um, and more of like, uh, improving all those things that you can sort of get from autophagy as well. So if anybody's lost a lot of weight, you can know that skin and other things are an issue. And, um, so I'm just playing around with fasting and it's kind of nice to have the control as well. Um, 
over what you're putting in your mouth, really, which you have done through low carb anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm just sort of expanding it now. And it's great to up my fast with a bunch of lovely people as well this week. Oh, that's lovely. And uh, other Colleen, sorry, do you want to just say what your reason was? Um, probably the same. We stick together, Colleen. That's I think um, because I've lost, I've lost so far now forty-seven pounds now since February, and mine's skin tone massively. I'm a lady of a certain age, um, and yeah, the the fats have gone, but the skin's not kept up with what I've been losing um so there's certain areas especially around the neck and here um I just so I just want to see if that's going to help I've, I've been doing probably one meal a day um for the last few weeks anyway um and I've noticed a bit of a difference so I'm hoping this is going to kick start something really excellent so I mean a big thing for me this time is the autophagy which I didn't really understand last time but I did learn a lot from Miranda and from Cynthia Thurlow and I know Miranda is going to be with us in the week um, but then what she was saying before was that really after 16 hours or so you do have the start of autophagy but really after 24 hours you have it kicking in and of course autophagy is a spring cleaning of the cells so it's a chance for the body to try to work out what's going on and I don't know if you, any of you saw the Michael Mosley documentary a few years ago and what he talked about as well in that which I thought was really interesting is how there are these growth um, messages that get sent out these hormones by the body and when we're in eating mode, effectively, these, these are being sent out by the protein we eat all the time to our bodies. And actually, there's a time when if you just stop eating, that you stop all those signals going out, and effectively, your body gets a chance to kind of just repair itself and to, to kind of put things right again and get rid of damage. And I think that's really interesting. And he actually showed with his results, I mean, his glucose levels were down massively. Of course, in that time, he didn't have an insulin response. So, of course, he didn't have the insulin resistance problems either. But also, I think it's just seen as being healthier for cells and their health generally uh, and could, of course, be a, a large contributor towards, you know, prevention towards certain cancers and stuff as well. And that's why I was thinking... For me, I probably want to do this about once a quarter because I think it's like even without a weight loss thing, and I know it's fat loss, I think actually it'd be more beneficial long term for mind health, for body health and everything else to really kind of get on top of the autophagy by doing that kind of once a quarter just to help my body along. Um, and then who here, just out of interest by show of hands, who's interested in doing like three to four days plus? A few of us, yeah, probably about half. They say, apparently, this is what the experts tell us, apparently by sort of day three, four, five, you've then got stem cell regeneration. I read an article about this actually yesterday, and it showed that in mice who are fasting, they actually had a much, much larger proportion of new stem cells being created by the body uh, and then regenerating. Um, and I think they even showed with mice, and it's not been proved on humans as yet, they even, they even had more brain cells. So it seems like your brain even is kind of, which I was always told when I was kind of, you know, a kid or whatever, you knock your head once, lose brain cells and never come back. Apparently they found in mice that fasting does actually create the creation of brain cells as well, which I think is really exciting. Now, I just want to say uh, something before I come to you, Karen, something that's uh, really important. Uh, this, this group, by the way, is all about supporting each other. So we're not here to kind of give advice. We're not doctors or some of you might be nurses or doctors. I know some of you want someone is. Um, but of course, we're here to kind of support each other along the way. So if there's anything like you're feeling ill, then just like do what's right for you. Don't feel like you're obliged to carry on. You're not in competition with anybody or yourself even. You're just literally seeing how you get on, really. Um, and in terms of what I'll be having on my fast, 
So I'll be having black tea. Well, I don't really like black tea massively, but I might have it. Black coffee if I'm not off my head on caffeine too much and water. So I'm doing a clean fast. And in terms of things like electrolytes, what I did last time, I had a fairly large bottle of water and I put some Himalayan pink rock salt in there at the beginning of the day and kind of just sweeped that throughout the day. But I must admit, the thing I think I got wrong last time, and I'm somebody who drinks a lot, so I thought I'd be well hydrated but I was going to the loo all the time and I was just losing my electrolytes, I think. And I think that's why I had a migraine. So just be really, really careful on that because you might be peeing like a racehorse like I was, um, which is obviously not great for your electrolytes. Um, And like I say, if you feel ill like I did with the migraine, I decided that's the right time to stop um, because you don't want to make yourself feel sick on this. Anyway, you wanted to say something, Karen? Go for it. I was just going to uh, point out the, 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 what you just covered, the salt thing. I always carry Himalayan salt, but I've been doing keto for a year now. But I yeah. always carry a little pot of uh, Himalayan salt and I just put it under my tongue. I don't drink salt water, but I'll drink the water with it. Mm-hmm. But your electrolytes are really important to keep yeah. up. And you won't yeah. notice that as much normally, even on keto perhaps, because you might eat something a bit more salty. But when you're yeah. nil by mouth suddenly, you do feel that, don't you? Um, yeah, definitely. But I think, though, you know, most of us, if we're doing quite strict keto beforehand, if you're fat adapted, you should find this fairly straightforward. I yeah, think it's, it's harder when you're not fat adapted at definitely, first. Definitely. Yeah. My daughter and I have been doing fasting off and on and keto. But we've just come back from Italy and we actually erred and had carbohydrate. And boy, are we suffering now. Really? Not, you know, it resets you doing yeah. a fast just brilliant but if you if you err and go on the carb thing for a minute you're buggered yeah yeah and that's the thing it's the glycogen stores so your liver and of course your muscles are full of glycogen if you've been eating carbohydrate but of course and we'll have some anyway but the more that you have depleted that beforehand in low carb by the famous keto flu etc you won't have now poor randa he actually um, had keto flu when he did his fast because he went, I think it was last August, he went straight from, well, a year ago, he went straight from eating carbs on a normal Western diet to doing like a three-day fast. And that was like a car crash into a wall for him. He really felt that. But actually, yeah, most of you will be pretty well adapted. But anyway, I'm going to stop now. Is there anything anyone wants to say about the fast, uh, either something they're trying to achieve or something they want to have a question about or anything at all that we can just discuss uh, which might be of help to somebody? Yeah, just what you were saying there about the ending the fast. Uh, I was, yeah, again, I was speaking to Edra today and just uh, put a post up saying I'd started mine and how to end your fast. And I think one of the things you've got to be worried of or careful of is dumping syndrome. So if you eat a large meal at the end of your fast, your body's going to reject it and it's not going to be good for you. So coming, having a plan to end your fast, he was talking about rehydrated chia seeds uh, maybe an hour before a meal just to get your whole system back up and running, making sure your stomach's ready and um, everything else after your stomach's ready as well uh, to receive a meal and to process that. So I think ending your fast is, is quite important as well yes uh, on that point actually so i'll tell you what on um i will talk a bit about it now however i was going to talk about it probably monday or tuesday depending on when people are finishing um if you're somebody who for instance is doing a 16 hour fast and of course you know that might be the first time you've ever fasted so you're skipping maybe breakfast you're maybe not eating until later in the day uh whatever that might be and you've got an eating window probably about eight hours that's generally how it works if you're doing that then 
I personally found that you don't have to worry so much about the end of the fast. But when I did my three-day fast, I did have problems. And I knew this was going to happen, but I still went for it anyway. And don't do what I did. I'd recommend that. Well, I went for the ribeye, the Stilton, and I was quite ill afterwards. Um, didn't make it into the podcast that part, funnily enough, because I didn't think I want to put you off your breakfast on a Friday morning. Um, but yeah, or if you have breakfast days. So um, I decided, yeah, this time I want to follow that advice. So what Aranda said, just like Alan was saying there, was he has chia seed, soak it for a little while, of course, because it then sort of becomes like a gel- gelatinous substance. And then he has that, and apparently he said it lines his stomach a little bit. And I guess also there's a bit of fiber and nutrition there, which means your body's kind of kicking into action, isn't it? Um, that's what he recommends. I think he also has a few other things. So in the week, he'll certainly share with us how to end a fast. I think in the first instance, though, just think about your first day if you're doing longer than 16 hours. Uh, and then, you know, the electrolytes are really important. Making sure as well, I think environment's really important too. Now, if you've got kids like I do, it's a bit tricky when I'm cooking their dinner, feeding them their food, and then the smell's kind of there. But actually, I found that hunger really passes. It's not something which kind of like builds and builds and builds and gets worse and harder and harder and harder and harder and harder. I find it actually instead kind of comes as like a little bit of a hunger pang and then it it vanishes again very quickly afterwards. And I found it would come around the time I'd eaten the day before, almost like my stomach was kind of in the, the routine of thinking, now's time to eat. So let's get everything ready in the digestive system. And then after that time, it kind of go away again. But I do think that depends on how fat adapted you probably are. Um, definitely. Okay. Anything else for anyone who wants to say anything before three minutes to go until we kick off and that's official. Although to be honest, we've all officially started already, haven't we? No, no, nobody's actually eating right now. So that means we have all started, but anyway, it's nice to mark the actual occasion with a proper time. Uh, Alan, I'll ask you to unmute and then over to you. So I'm looking for a bit of advice this time rather than making comments of what Ezra told me. Uh, I booked in for a CrossFit class tomorrow night and well, choosing it as well. And I just wondered if Andy had any advice on exercising while fasting, really? A question to the group. <laughs> I just want to say that it, there's actually a group going on right now. Uh, Steve Bennett, he's got a really good podcast. Um, is it Fat and Furious, I think it's called? And he is doing 100 miles on a fast right now with loads of people. In fact, I think some celebrities as well. Uh, I think for five days as well. So it's at the same time as us. They're going to cover 100 miles, I think, running and walking or whatever it might be, uh, with zero calories, just water and salt. So in that regard, it's fine. I found I had a migraine, but I think that was after a run. But I think that's more to do with my electrolytes than anything else. Um, so as long as you feel okay, and as long as you're hydrated, and as long as you've got your electrolytes sorted out, I guess you're fine. The key thing there is your body is the most amazing uh, barometer of itself. And if it tells you to stop, then listen to your body. Um, Depends. Some some of us are quite competitive, aren't we? We kind of push ourselves against our time or whatever it might be. But I think just be sensible and think, you know, this is a different state for your body. So just go at the pace that's right for you. That might be different to somebody else. Somebody else might say, um, I'd rather just have more of a relaxed week and just kind of not push myself, just go for a light walk instead. And that's, you know, absolutely fine for them. Ollie, I'll just find you and there we go. Yeah, hi. Everyone, um, I'm just really curious about the power of the community because I've done a few fasts before my own, but not really told anyone. Um, I just did it out of Europe, my own curiosity. Um, I've done a couple of 24s before, and I did um, uh, up to about 40 hours. So, like, had an evening meal, slept, did all the rest of the, the following day, slept again, 
and ate about lunchtime. But I'm just curious about, yeah, just any team and, and community involvement in a, in a group fast. And yeah, that's just a new experience for me. So uh, I'll see how it goes, really. No particular expectations. I'll, I'll do as far as I can and then listen to my body and uh, see how we go. That is fantastic. I totally agree with you on that because the whole reason we're doing it like this is to have this relay effect. So we're going to be pulling together. I'd say let's all talk to each other via the Facebook group that we've got. That's probably the most simple way. I think about WhatsApp, you've got to give phone numbers, all the rest of it. But I think let's just use the actual group itself. We can talk on there with each other. We can help each other along. Um, and, you know, we can throughout the day just share how things are going because that's the thing I realized when I did it with Aranda, I felt not alone. So I might be in my workplace and I was with people who aren't fasting. And so you feel like a bit like a fish out of water in a way. But then you come back in the evening, I could talk to him. So what I'm going to say is the fast has now officially started. It's now nine o'clock. So here we are. We're into it now. Unless you're fasting later in the week, that is. But I just want to say we'll have another Zoom meeting tomorrow around the same time, if that's okay with everyone, if you're interested in coming along. And I really want to hear how is it going. So share your stories of your first day. Um, Aranda said to me before, but I didn't experience this personally, but you might, that day one and day two, and particularly day two, he said, is quite a hard one. Uh, it might be sooner than that for some of you. So it'd be interesting to find out if it was, or you might find that it's actually pretty straightforward and you might find that you don't really feel anything, which is what I felt. So uh, good luck, everyone in the wolf pack. And uh, is there anything, anyone else want to say anything else before we just all hang up and get on with our night's sleep and our first few hours of fasting? Nope. Everyone's happy. Put your thumbs up. There you go. Brilliant. So it's been great seeing you all. I'm sure I'm going to get to know more of you over the next few days as well. And uh, I wish you a very happy night's sleep. And uh, tomorrow, all the best of luck if you are fasting. Um, If not, then uh, yeah, hopefully have a great day anyway, and you'll be fasting later. And then we'll have another chat on Zoom and we'll find out how you got on on the first day. So night, everyone. Take care. I'll unmute everyone, I think, if that works. Good luck to you, Jordan. Good luck to everybody. Yeah, thanks uh, for that, Alan. And uh, right, take care, everyone. everyone. See you later. Take care. Bye now. Cheers, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of UK Low Carb. We hope you enjoyed it. It would mean the world to me personally if you'd rate this podcast and leave your review. It really helps to spread the word about the low carb way of life. And I promise I'll read the best reviews on the show. Finally, please spread the word. Tell a friend, tell all your friends, get them to listen to the show. And if you want to come and co-host a show, then email me, dan at uklowcarb.com. Follow us on Instagram at uklowcarbpod. And why not join the Facebook group, UK Low Carb. Until next time, bye for now. <laughs>